We have lots to go over for you today on your All Things Ranching newscast. We've got the latest news, sale barn reports, upcoming sales, market info. Y'all know the next part. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. A big thank you goes out to our partners, the American Gelby Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange and the Fence Post, the 67th Annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match. It's coming up. Westway Feed Products, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Dakota Cowboy, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Boy, howdy, I don't think you can escape the heat no matter where you are at in I the country. Agree more. It's just barreling on. Uh, talking with Kirk Donsbach, and obviously we're going to have him later on in the show, where he's at in kind of central Montana. Last week it was 103 where he was at. Pratt, Kansas, I'm just going to pick on Pratt, kind of my old stomping grounds. Here's what the high temps were just in Pratt, Kansas. 103, 102, 101, 102, 101, 101. I don't think anybody needs to hear or wants to experience those kinds of temps. So if you feel like yourself or everyone around you is a little hot under the collar these days, they have a right to be. Everybody's getting testy with each other, right? Right. The working pen woes are (laughs) happening everywhere. Okay, we have got a lot to cover today. Uh, Back news what do you got for us to kick us off there is a new study by harvard law school and new york university claims that the interaction between humans and livestock may continue to threaten to expose people to a variety of infectious diseases especially following contact with birds hogs cattle and pets exotic or otherwise the survey noted that with nearly 3,000 species of native wildlife 10 billion livestock and poultry and 328 million people the stage is set for cross-species infections oh boy howdy i'm gonna have a heyday with this go ahead and finish the 170 page report cites zoonotic disease experts who compared disease outbreaks to forest fires with large populations of wild and captive animals representing dried out trees and kindling the study was launched to examine the potential sparks that already have led to such disease outbreaks as the 2009 swine flu outbreak that hospitalized more than 900,000 u.s residents and the 1918 influenza pandemic that pandemic killed more americans than world World War I, World War II, and the Vietnam War combined, the report said. The animal markets and zoonotic disease in the United States study also points out the legal importation of more than 224 million live wild animals and 883 million wildlife products in 2019 and the 22 million livestock animals imported in the same year, boost the potential for new disease outbreaks. The nation's industrialized system of animal production to meet the demand for protein by U.S. consumers also can amplify some aspects for disease risk, the report added. Industrial animal agriculture, livestock auctions, live animal markets, backyard poultry production, and livestock fairs are among the areas researchers noted as potential trouble spots for the meat industry and its workers when it comes to the spread of infectious diseases between animals and humans on a large scale. The report also provides a section on policy themes and challenges to limit the threats. Now, this is where 
I come in and I chime in. I've got a problem with this one. You knew I was going to jump in on this. Is Number one, why is it Harvard Law School that's doing this study? Why is it New York University that's doing this study? Why is it not some of our top vet schools? Why is it not OSU? Why is it not K-State? Michigan State. Michigan State. I mean, I don't mean to pick some out, but why is it not our top animal science universities and our our veterinary universities doing this study if there is concern. I would agree with you. Why are not more of these land-grant schools, as you may even call them, that have strong agricultural programs in place that have absolutely zeroed in and honed in on exactly what they are saying in their study? Why is Harvard Law in New York University being involved when that's, I may be speaking out of turn on this, that is not their forte, we shall say. Okay, you and I could go on and on and on. What else you got in the news department? Harvard Law, I don't care. The USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service has issued a questionnaire to inspectors to use with establishments that slaughter any cattle. All such establishments are to have completed the Raised Without Antibiotic, RWA, labeling claims questionnaire in the public health information system by August 18th, 2023. That's just around the corner. FSIS will use the results of this questionnaire to direct future sampling related to these claims. The questionnaire is part of FSIS's effort to tighten up assurances around its claims-based labeling programs. Animal rights and environmental activists recently have stepped up their scrutiny on how FSIS monitors such claims. The claims covered by the new questionnaire include, listen closely, no antibiotics, no antibiotics ever, no antibiotics added, no antibiotics administered, raised without antibiotics, antibiotic free. I'm not done yet. There are more. This also keeps going on included no added antibiotics, no antibiotics in feed, water, or intramuscular injection, raised without antibiotics, pesticides, or added growth hormones, no added antibiotics or added hormones, no antibiotics administered, no growth stimulants or added hormones, no antibiotics, no added hormones, and other applicable claims indicating no antibiotic use. Okay, I'm ready to jump in on this one too. So number one, why are animal rights and environmental activists stepping up and they are making our regulations Oh, I'm going to go down rabbit hole with this one. When it comes to antibiotic use, I understand, and we're trying to do it too on our place. We're trying to stay away from antibiotics, but just like you and me, just like everybody listening, there are times when antibiotics are necessary for the animal's welfare, not to be used all the time, to be used judiciously. We talk about that all the time. So when you went through, I don't even want to know, what is there, a dozen that are on your list or something like that? And what bothers me is that the dozen on this list all actually say the exact same words. They all say the same thing. The same thing. So here we go. Here's more of our tax dollars at use of trying to create this new questionnaire that is, let me see here, to tighten up assurances around its claims-based labeling programs. I understand as a marketing program to have antibiotic free. I'm all for it, but this is just going a little bit too far down the rabbit hole. And That's you my opinion. tapped on two words right there, claims and of course, marketing strategy. 
All right, I've got mine wrapped up. Tigger, what do you have? Now that we're all amped up on this deal. Okay, uh, cattle inventory time, the mid-year cattle inventory data, which was released last Friday, by the way, showed producers are raising, get this, the smallest herd since 1971. We've talked about it a lot. Kirk has made reference towards it. It's down 3% from the same time last year at this time. The USDA National Agricultural Statistics Service reported all cattle and calves in the United States on July 1st of this year totaled 95.9 million head. That is down. That's 3% below the level July 1st of 2022. The declines were apparent in pretty much every category. All cows and heifers that have calved are 2%, excuse me, 2% below compared to last year at this time. Beef cows were down 3% when compared to last year at this time. All heifer calves, 500 pounds and over in July, on July 1st, 4% below where they were last year. Beef replacement females at just a tick over 4 million head were down 2% from a year ago. Steers, 500 pounds and over when compared to the following year, down 3%. Calves under 500 pounds, down 3% when compared to last year. Interestingly enough, Cattle and calves on feed for slaughter in market in the United States in all feedlots on July 1st, 2023, down 2% from the previous year. But cattle on feed and feedlots with a capacity of 1,000 or more head accounted for right around 85.5% of the total of cattle on feed, according to this report, were actually slightly above the previous year, interestingly enough. So... uh, I am not a marketing expert by any stretch of the imagination. I just bring you the experts that we do each and every week. But I am going to speculate because of the numbers that we just said Mm -hmm. and because of the heat that is barreling on across the country. I would imagine that the cattle market is going to continue to remain strong. Tigger, with that, I think you just gave all of us a whole lot of food for thought right there. There was a lot going on in this news segment. I told you at the top of the show we got a lot to cover for you all. Coming up after the break, we're going to be going through the numbers a lot of you have been wanting to know, what sale barns are bringing, what those calves are bringing, what markets are bringing, especially in light of the news we just brought you. So stay with us. We've got a lot more of the Ranch It Up radio show. It's coming up right after this. We've talked about Pharmatan and its success over the past several years, usually encouraging you to feed it in the diet 90 days pre-calving. Now here's Paul Mitchell with how we're using Pharmatan both pre- and post-weaning in our calves. A lot of guys are using the Pharmatan both for coccidia control and then excellent to help with that transition to solid feed and seeing their weights really hold up as they put cattle through their weaning ration and to a higher energy diet. Head to imogeneingredients.com. It's called sustainability and we all need it in the cow herd to remain profitable. Sustainability starts with the cow and it's found in the maternal strength of Gelvy and balancer females. It's hard to imagine, but weaning time will be here before you know it, and we're going to be faced with how are we going to replace those cold females, and what are we going to replace them with? Well, the answer is real simple. Create sustainability with Gelbvi and Balancer females. Smart, reliable, profitable. 
Pro Rodeo's top saddle bronc riders all in one location. It's rodeo time. The best of the best battle it out at the annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match August 5th at the Home on the Range in Sentinel Butte, North Dakota. Get your chance at some of the cash with the live Calcutta Friday, August 4th at the North Dakota Cowboy Hall of Fame in Medora, North Dakota. Road trip. For more information and tickets, head to hotrnd.com. The Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up Radio Show. You can get a hold of us by texting 707-726-2420. You can call and leave us a message there as well. You can email us, ranchitupshow at gmail.com, prowling around social media at Ranch It Up Show. By request, a recap of Western Video Market's July 10th sale, which took place in Reno, Nevada, July 10th through the 12th, actually, the Silver Legacy sale. And for additional information, you can go to www.westernvideomarket, that's wvmcattle.com, wvmcattle.com. The recap of the Silver Legacy sale, July 10th through the 12th. You ready for this? On to, and I've just got kind of random groups here. I just pulled some different ones out by request. Here is 1,028 steers, 515 head in this draft, 240 and a quarter. A thousand ten weight steers, five hundred in this draft at two sixty. A group of open heifers, they were right around seven hundred and twenty-five pounds, five hundred, excuse me, eight hundred and sixty in this draft, selling for two forty-five. A big bunch of spade heifers. We're talking fifteen hundred plus head of spade heifers weighing eight eighty at two thirty-six. Here is another big bunch of open heifers. The, uh, right around a thousand head, weighing eight and a quarter, selling for two forty. Some wean steers. These are six ten weights. Here's a pot load at three oh three and a half. Here is another pot load of six ten weight steers, wean steers, at two eighty two. Some heifer calves. These are some six weights. There was hundred and sixty two in this draft. Six weight heifer calves at two forty four and a half. Some steers. From one outfit, 200 steers, two pot loads, six 80-weight steers at 281 and a half, and then the heifer mates, 200 head, six 45-weights at 272 and a half. Again, this is a recap of Western Video Market Silver Legacy Sale, July 10th through the 12th. On to some breeding cattle, some pairs. Are you ready for this? Here's 35 pairs that I picked out. The cows were weighing, uh, they're kind of lighter weights. They were weighing around 1,050, 200-pound calves on their side, 3,200 bucks a pair. Did you get that? Some bred cows, 200 head of bred cows. I do not have any details on the bred cows, by the way. I don't know what they're bred to, what they're out of. I don't know if they're ultrasounded. I don't know the health of management actually on any of these lots. It's just generally speaking. 200 head of bred cows weighing around 1,050, or excuse me, 1,250 bringing 29.25 around. Here's another group of bred cows, 330 head, 1350, some heavier cows being around uh, 2400 bucks a head. Another group of 100 head of bred cows, 1300 pounds, 2500 bucks a head. Here's a group of bred heifers, the heavy ones, right around 1300 pounds for this group of bred heifers again. I don't know who they're out of. I don't know who they're bred to. I don't know any of that information. I just have bred heifers 
1,300 pounds, 3,075. Did you hear that? Another group of red heifers, the lighter weights from the same outfit, 1,200 pounds, bringing 3,350 around. So now when you are hearing some of these market prices, I'm curious what some of your strategies are this year. Are you listing those calves with maybe livestockmarket.com? Are you shopping through your superior reps? Are you seeing what's out there? Are you trying to sell them private treaty off the place? Are you consigning them to a sale? Are you keeping said heifer calves? Are you going to replace some cows? Give us a call and let us know what those details are. I'm really curious what a lot of you are doing out there in terms of marketing this year when prices are hot. Stick around. We're talking markets when we come back. The Ranch It Up Radio Show. It's all things ranching, cattle, cowboy, and markets, some history, lots of news and information, topics to help you put dollars back into your pocket. That's just a little bit of what you will hear each and every week, and we strive to bring you what you need. Now, if there is a subject that you want us to cover, a sale barn, say a producer you want us to talk to, get a hold of us anytime. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call or text us at 707-RANCH-20. And remember, it's your program, not ours. EquineMarket.com puts you in control of buying and selling horses of all breeds and disciplines. The easy-to-use online platform at EquineMarket.com offers private treaty sale, online auction, and live auction internet bidding. Horses never leave the farm until the buyer arrives. And because buyers connect directly with sellers, there's no middleman. Sell horses and hay on your terms today with equinemarket.com. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me, it's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online at medoraboot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up radio show. It's that time when we check in with Kirk Donsbach, StoneX Financial Incorporated. And by the way, if it's your first time catching on to the Ranch It Up radio show, congratulations. Thanks for finding us. And you can subscribe to Kirk's free newsletter by texting the word CATTLE, C-A-T-T-L-E, to 33777. He goes over the markets, recaps them, gives very important information, and Kirk the giver of very important information. What did the markets do last week, buddy? As of Friday, July 21st, August feeders closed at 245.75. That's down 70 cents on the week with the CME feeder index at 238.96. Also down 73 cents on the week. That leaves our basis or the difference a negative $6.79. We did have a very big week of, of USDA reports. Cattle on feed came out at 98.2% versus expectations of 97.7. The place number came out at 102.7 versus expectations of 98.4. And the market number at 95% versus expectations of 95.1. So I would consider the report bearish versus expectations, but the market has not been trading these reports for much more than a couple hours, so we'll have to see. They also had a cattle inventory report this week. All cattle was reported down 3%. Cows that have calved down 2%. 
And the most bullish number of the report, beef replacement cattle, was reported down 2% also. So the rebuilding of the herd has is, is not started by indications of this report. August live cattle closed the week at 179.82 and a half. That's down 50 cents on the week with cash trading 180 in the south and 188 in the north mostly. That left our five area weighted average up $3.75 at 186.74. So a very good cash week. The basis or the difference between cash and futures is a positive $6.91 and a half cents. Weekly slaughter was 628,000. That is a pretty weak number, down 5,000 from last week and down 35,000 from the same week last year. Choice boxes also weak, closed at 302.74. That's down $3.20. The $3 support level seems to be pretty important for boxes, although it is a seasonal low and typically we would start to climb higher from here. To wrap this all up, December corn closed the week at $5.37. That's up 36 and a half on the week with a heat dome building over the corn belt and Russia bombing export facilities in Ukraine. Hey, guys, it's Mark Van Z with LivestockMarket.com. Uh, coming up this Wednesday, August 2nd, we have our all-class cattle online auction, just like we always do, first and third Wednesday of the month. There's several several lots on there and a whole bunch of round bales, a um, whole bunch of Highlander and Dexter cattle on there too. But I wanted to point out for you guys one featured lot that I think you're all going to be interested in. This is something that everybody's going to want to look at. We've got 52 head coming out of Rolla, Missouri from Keith Farm, 52 head total. They are all black Angus cows, all three-year-old second calf heifers. Now he's got them split into two lots. The bigger cows, that's a lot of 35, they weigh 1,400 pounds. And then the smaller set, 17, uh, they average around 1120 per weight. But these are all three-year-olds, and they are all ultrasound confirmed bred to SAV rainfall, okay? They're all going to calf September through November, early November, so they're basically October calvers, okay? So these are, are really, really short-bred cows. Um, you'll be having calves on the ground here before you know it. You need to go online. You can see the pictures. You can see the videos. 52 head in total, split into two lots. The producer's selling them no reserve, $100 a head opening bid. So they are all going to sell. If you want to see more pictures, you want to see more video of these cattle, get online to livestockmarket.com and click on online auctions. Or you can go over to auctiontime.com and click on the livestock tab there. You can see them. We've got great pictures, great videos. They are just a gorgeous set of really, really nice fleshy mama cows. Um, if you got cattle to sell, we got regular online cattle auctions first and third Wednesday of every month on livestockmarket.com and auctiontime.com. Now, did everybody's ears perk up on that one, right? Back, get the checkbook out as we speak. Let's talk more replacement females Let's talk the Florida Cattlemen's Association quality replacement heifer sale. This is Cracky Johnson with the Florida Cattlemen's Association. The 29th annual FCA quality heifer sale in memory of Bill Barthel, presented by Florida Heritage Beef. The sale is hosted by the Arcadia Stockyards in Arcadia, Florida, Friday, August 25th, and the first female will enter the ring at 1 o'clock. Consigners include Spur Landing Cattle, Longino Ranch, Kempfer Cattle Company, Cow Creek Cattle, Eagle Island Ranch, Mo Brangus, Lightsey Cattle Company, Walpole Cattle Company, Williamson Cattle Company, Perry Cattle Ranch, Dixie Cattle Company, Dees Brothers, Philip Crawford, and many more. 
The sale boasts a great offering of Brangus, Beefmaster, Gertz, and other Brahma and Angus-influenced females and will include bread and open heifers. Buyers will have a chance to win the $1,000 bull credits from both R.A. Brown Ranches and Gene Plus. Also, there'll be a drawing for a spring gobbler hunt on Buck Island Ranch and a backpack from King Ranch Saddle Shop and many more. Sponsored by Florida Heritage Beef, Fenco Farms, Datamars, and Gallagher. For more information, call Kevin Escobar at 813-629-8049 or Cracker Johnson at 352-535-5320 or look us up on Facebook. Florida Cattlemen's Association Quality Heifer Sale. Thank you. Before we say fare thee well. That's the line I always use, fare thee well. <laughs> Some, uh, who sent uh, Who was it that just sent me an email? I got to check that, but somebody said, that's your catchphrase. That's a tiggerism. Fare thee well. That's a tiggerism, right. All right, we have a big tip of the hat, and that is to all of you that are showing right now at the various livestock shows and fairs oh, across the yeah. country, as well as a tip of the hat to the parents, the volunteers, the show moms, all of those that are involved in making this happen year after year, battling the heat, keeping the, the flies under control, the right. kids all corralled, not just the, the livestock. Right, heard the squirrels, <laughs> right. You know, and with that, I'm going to add to that, too, that I know a lot of you are going to the same shows year after year after yes. year after year after year. Maybe this is your first time, and it's old hat to you. I get it. I understand. I grew up with it. We still do that. But thank those volunteers. Do Even so. though they are the same people that you see week in and week out, Thank those people for what they do because it takes a heck of a lot of volunteers to be able to put on those various different shows and the state fairs and the county fairs. And just a thank you, you know what? It goes a long ways. And now it's time to wrap this one. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com, Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated, Cracker Johnson with the Florida Cattlemen's Association, Quality Replacement Heifer Sale that's coming up, and of course to you, the boss lady, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, doing all the news research out there. A big thank you to our partners, the American Galve Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, the 67th Annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match, Westway Feed Products, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Dakota Cowboy, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And before we say fare thee well one more time, I just want to let you all know that Beck is sitting there. Literally, we're putting together the show for you. She's got her feet up on the desk <laughs> as we speak. We're not even going to talk anymore about that crew. So glad you all came with us one more time as we ranch it up be sure to follow and like us on facebook at ranch it up show we've got updates multiple ones there each and every week our email is ranch it up show at gmail.com call and text us 24 7 at 707-726-2420 it's 707 ranch 20 that'd be the number spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always tigger approved stay ranchy and ranch it up and get your darn boots off the desk you always yell at me about that